It's Ife Chooks at this way and you are listening to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. So here is the real mystery. How do working women like us, who know deep down that we are made for more, we desire to make God proud but always end the day with no time or energy for ourselves, talk more of betting the more in us. How do we know this more? How do we profitably bet our dreams, our callings and our passions without breaking down, without losing our sanity, our homes or our jobs, at least for now? That is the glaring question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ifi Chuksadizwe and you are welcome to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. Hi, Coinsola. Welcome, welcome to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. I'm super excited to have you. Your story is very different, so I'm really looking forward to getting into it. Um, so today with us, we have <laughs> today with us we have the Uncommon Woman herself, Olua Coinsola Abayomi Amao. I like your wow. surname because it's my friend's name. <laughs> I'm even impressed the, the way you pronounced it. It was so good, so perfect. Are you serious? I, you know I was born honestly. in Lagos. I was born in Lagos. <laughs> okay, so welcome, welcome, Coinsola. Please tell us about yourself. All right. Thank you so much for having me on the Uncommon, Uncommon Woman series. It's really exciting. And it's also good to know that, okay, sometimes when you're in your own little corner, just doing your own thing, someone recognizes or sees you it's it's really quite um encouraging flattering and um you know it's something that inspires me to uh continue in that light so um like you said my name is Oluwa Koinsola Bayo Miyamao um I'm a mother of two I'm, I've been married for about 13 years now this January and uh, I currently <laughs> thank you I currently work with First Trust Mortgage Bank PLC um, currently, I lead the strategy and brand communications team in at First Trust Monkey Bank. But prior to that time, I was the head of banking services and operations for about five or six years. I did that. And then before going to First Trust Mortgage Bank, I was actually um, working with First Bank. I was with First Bank and um, I worked with First Bank for eight years, you know, in different um, um, uh, capacities. Let me put it that way. And um, I studied law, actually. Finished from Obafemi Awolowo. <laughs> I finished from Obafemi Awolowo University. I've uh, mm -hmm. been called to the Nigerian bar. I had a stint with practice for a couple, for like a year and a half before I moved to banking. That's First Bank, and then I moved to First Trust Mortgage Bank. Okay, so that's what I do with my nine to five. Um, however, on the other side, like people say, maybe my five to nine or during mm -hmm. the weekends and all that. I'm also um, an MC, a compare, I host events, weddings, red carpets, um, funerals, birthday parties, anniversaries, you know, just events generally, corporate events also. I also um, do some acting. Mm. Um, I decide, yes, I do some <laughs> acting when time permits me. Actually, acting is actually my first love, is my greatest love. That is me. Like my yeah, normal <laughs> my normal default. I mm -hmm. mean, people say you're so dramatic, even in the office mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I know a, a couple of times people have had to ask me, you know, I remember there was it uh, some people who got to know me first, you know, in that mm -hmm. capacity as an acting person or MC person, the jovial, friendly person. When they saw me at the bank, they were like, ah, what's going on? I hope our money will be safe with this one. <laughs> so that, this one, ah, like she's just always hyper, always energetic, always, ah, will she be, you know, and people see the banking thing as, you know, this very serious, um, um, 
occupation and profession mm -hmm. where everybody is, uh, do you understand? But I, I'm glad to say that I've been able to prove people wrong over and over mm -hmm. and over again. Um, I currently have a mentee that I used to work with before in uh, at first trust, but she's no more there. And, you know, many times she comes back to me. In fact, this year, earlier this year, she came out to me, ah, Mama K, we need, they call me Mama K at work. I'm like, mm -hmm. Mama K, please, oh, you need to coach me. Ah, how do you balance all these things? Ah, uh, spiritual <laughs> life, wife, mother, you know, mm -hmm side also everything ah, please come and coach <laughs> come and coach I'm like okay let's see and, and a couple of people have read that to me about coaching but you know that's also another yes whole profession and industry on mm -hmm. its own mm -hmm. uh, so so I, i'm looking into you know building mm -hmm. up a kind of structure for that that i can fit Amazing. into that so Amazing. in summary that's just basically what i do and that's um, what i am yeah. You know, um, um, everyone listening to us, we can see ourselves, but everybody's listening to us. Like, I see your eyes just literally lighting up. <laughs> oh my God, that, thank you. That really, that really, um, I'm very, very happy of pursuing your dreams and following your dreams. Interestingly, I love acting as well. Oh my Jesus. Oh. I used to stand in front of the mirror and act out like full-length movies. When Jenny Vive oh just my acted. God. Oh my God. <laughs> so this one, she acted above the law. I would just stand there. She was the president's daughter, and I would just yeah. be <laughs> So tell us. Oh so you God. talked about how you studied law. You had a stint in practice, and then you mm -hmm. moved into banking. Why did you move into banking? It's really different from what you studied. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think what happened was okay. Like I always tell people that if I could turn back the hands of time, if if I had known better, I probably would have studied theater arts. So, you know, when you're young and you're very outspoken, you're out there, everybody just looks at you like, ah, you should be a lawyer, you should be a lawyer, you should study law and all that. And of course, I was young. I mean, the more they pitched it to me, the more interesting it sounded to me. And I was like, ah. and then, you know, our parents too, especially mm -hmm. my own parents, my mom, ah, she's all for professional, you know, professional jobs. Then she wanted to be proud to say, I mean, we are seven and all of us studied, I mean, we have... Um, um, law. I have an other sister who studied law too. Um, wow. I have, we have a medical doctor, we have engineers. We have, ah, so she wanted right. to be able to, yeah, right. Uh, so well. <laughs> that's what my mom wants. She was so, whenever she's really not, she wants to be saying, Ah, this one is a civil engineer, this one mechanical, <laughs> this one medicine, and the other one that is in uh, that one is a is a, is a lawyer, and then the other mm. one accounts, you know, she wanted that. And you know, her parents were, I mean, those mm -hmm. professional jobs were the jobs then. I mean, who would so. Talking about acting, she, I mean, and my mom is also dramatic. She's actually, mm -hmm. she acts a lot. But I mean, she just saw it as a hobby. Something you do, yes. maybe, and then, you know, you join um, drama group in church. And I was always in drama group. I was acting, I was singing, I was dancing, I was in, I was leading everything. Choir or dance or whatever. And she was <laughs> okay with that. She would take you for rehearsals. She would encourage you. But you cannot come and say that's your profession. Ah, mm -hmm. no, it's not possible. Ah, as how. <laughs> <laughs> so you know so they picked it to me and i was like okay law and i was good with literature and you know that's kind of like the major yes yes so i did that and i was in school but I, I i realized when i was in my third year that i was struggling a bit i'm not struggling as per grades per se but struggling mm. with um enthusiasm for it so I was just mm. doing it to make sure I scored marks and all that. And I kept on trying to do that. But the, I think what broke the camel's back was when I got to law school. 
when mm. I go to law school, you know, law school is like a kind of uh, prototype of what happens in the profession. And I was like, mm. ah, yeah, I can't continue. What it's so I'm like, what am I doing here? I used to skip classes. I'm sorry. And everybody used to say, ah, but it's all like, hey, this one is not a university. Skip class in law school. Hmm. I would skip classes. I would skip. But I, I kept on trying. And I really read. I really read. And all that. And honestly, I made my papers once. I did everything once. But right from law school. And I remember it was even doing moot and mock. So there's something we do in law school that is called moot and mock, where mm -hmm. they do a sample of what's being in court is and there's the prosecution and the defense everybody you know you do it the way it is and i, I used to be so bored and my friends would be like yeah like, let's, let's go and sleep and, all that. and that was where i knew that this thing is not my calling hmm. i was like no i can't do this law and i also think because it was very so in law there's a lot of um, bureaucracy there's a lot of red tape formality and because I'm just like a free spirit person, and that's not to say that I don't follow. I mean, because I work in nine to five now, I've also understood exactly. the place of structure. Yes, I've understood the place of structure and all that. But I just knew it wasn't for me. So right from law school, I already knew that I wasn't going to practice. But of course, I wanted to give it a trial also. Mm -hmm. So after law school, I served with um, legal aid, and I was going to court. And then after that, mm -hmm. I worked it for a bit with um, a son actually. So I was exposed to certain things and all that. But while I was at it, I knew I didn't want to do that. However, I really still did not know what I wanted to do. I just mm. knew I didn't want to do this. And so I was just ready to get out of it. So when the, and I was applying for jobs. So when the banking thing, and you know, then, I mean, that was in, um, really least cool 2000. Yes, exactly. Everybody was and, going for their tests. And banks were recruiting, you know, like in a, no. like anything. So I was doing, I'll do GTB today. This one, I think I did GTB like two times. And so when I did it and they took me, I was like, ah, okay, oh, money, here we come. But trust me, do you know? <laughs> but do you know that at that time, I actually said I was going to work in the banking industry for one year. Hmm. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm going to do it for one year. And I was going to go for my master's degree in law, actually. So yeah. I was like, ah. But my sister, when money started entering, mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. hard something, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, along the way, also, I met my husband, romance entered, mm -hmm. all those things. Mm -hmm. my sister, and your eye just removed from the things of the world. Because <laughs> <laughs> we found ourselves here, my sister. And so, so that was the banking. That was how I moved mm -hmm. from, you know, law to banking. banking. And honestly, I look back, I've never regretted leaving law. I mean, a lot of my friends who are practicing now, they come, they're like, oh, you were so good, you were intelligent, you were, I mean, I was, I was like, yes, but it wasn't just my thing. And people did mm -hmm. not know the kind of struggle I had in internally. Do you get I, I I had to put in because it wasn't my thing. I had to put in double effort extra, to, yes. extra yes. to read to get the and, kind of results you want. Exactly to get the kind of results yes. I wanted. It didn't come naturally, Jige. And then mm -hmm. you know, my first um couple of years in the banking, I, I in banking, I was first of all carried away. And then after a while, I was like, okay, what do I need to do? Do you know mm -hmm. that while I was still trying to find out what I wanted to do, I was like, okay. Maybe I should go into corporate law or something like that. So I went, I did a professional course, um, Ixan. I don't know if you know about it. It's Institute of Chartered Secretaries and Administrators. Yes, I, I, did a, yeah, I did a professional because I wanted to be, and I got the certification, I passed and all that. But trust me, it was 
while I was doing my second um, my second diet of it, mm -hmm. that I realized that that was mm -hmm. when I knew what I wanted to do. And so I remember I told my husband, you see this thing I'm doing, it's not going anywhere. This one, I'm going to drop up. My husband said, drop Kenny, you will finish it. You will finish it because you know when you're you know when you're married and you have kids and you're doing a professional exam, it's a lot. So my husband lot. sacrificed a lot for me. I mean, I remember then I'll go for lectures from church. He would drop me. He would be the one taking care of the children. And the children were young. They were really small. My daughter was two. My my son was wow. about eight months. Do you understand? And then I started this job on the island. Also, it was really hectic. So my husband said, "Ah, no." All of us have invested into this thing. You will finish it. <laughs> ah, we are all doing this exactly. <laughs> but you know, the other thing that also came to me then was what, apart from what my husband said, um, the Holy Spirit also told me that um, you need to learn to finish whatever you start. Exactly. It is in that place that you build resilience. Mm -hmm. And you learn that he who puts his hand in the plow and looks back is not fit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. you know, he gave me the example of David with the, um, with the bear and the um, lion. And it was like, lion. see, when, they, uh, when David faced um, Goliath, he was able to make reference because he saw it through. If he did not see yes. it through, he, would not, he said, see, if you don't see this thing through, even when you are now in what you want and what you love to do, you when challenges come, yes, you're going to quit. And there is yes. nothing you'll be able to use to make reference to that. Ah, she didn't mm. that I finished this one. Mm. I can see this one. Because you didn't finish mm. that other one. You dropped out. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I thank God that, you know, my husband pushed me and um, I encouraged myself. And then also with what um, the Lord told me then, I saw it through. Ah, I graduated eventually. But, but before I finished that, I'd, I had already known what I wanted to do, which was to go into the entertainment space. And so oh. while I was doing that, I launched my MC career. And that's a whole other wow. um, story of how I got to know that uh, that was what I was made. Because for a long time, I just knew there was no, this story. <laughs> Don't worry. That's okay. what we are here for. Because you know my sister. You know, I was telling you, as I said, a lot of career women, mm. some of them know that they are made for more. They just don't know what that more is. Some of them even know that, for example, I'm good at this. Like how you said, you know, you would act, you would sing, you would, you know. But some of them just feel like, ah, is this the thing that I should really focus on? Like, it's nothing. You understand? So the story of how you found out is also very, very important mm -hmm. to us. So please... Let's continue our gist. So, okay, you finished the exam, but in that time, you discovered what you yes. really wanted to do. How did yes. you discover it? was actually it? doing my second diet. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I, think, I think that was in 2016, 2017, thereabout. I started having a lot of restlessness in my spirit. I was always unhappy. I just knew that ah, there was something about me, and I kept on trying to find out what can I do, what can I do. Uh, initially, it, it came in the form of ah, I want to make extra income. What can I exactly. do? Exactly. Oh, ah. oh. <laughs> so I started thinking, and then someone said ah, it has to be something you love, so that you can. A friend of mine said, "Consider you know you like shoes a lot, so maybe you should start mm. selling shoes and everything." Shoes me that we wear all the shoe. That's number one. <laughs> number two is that 
it, it, um, I felt that you know selling shoes was going to be very capital intensive because you then you need to buy the same pair of shoes, different sizes, different colors. You know, I, I was like, I was like, no, this is not really my. And I, I just kept thinking about it, and then I recall it was twenty seventeen, I think January. I went into a fast and it wasn't really because of that. I was just, you know, normal 30 days fast at the beginning of the year, that kind of yeah. thing. So mm -hmm. I was just fasting and all that. And then I, I opened up to my best friend and I was like, she did this thing. I don't know. There's something, I just know that there's something I need to do, but I don't know what it is. I'm just, on. and then she just told me that, have you talked about MCing? Because mm. now you have it. And I'm like, oh. mm. and she was like, you remember when we were in university, you were always doing MC gigs for people, you know, just for fun. You go to a party, they'll be like, ah, Consola, you can't talk. Oh, yeah, lead. In church, you were always anchoring youth events and all that. Consola, I think you can do it. First, um, just go and think about it. And then there's this guy. And I remember the first person I went to take kind of tut um, um, tutoring from was Oscar. I don't know if you know him. Oscar um is Andel is Oscar in the city, I think. And he had this company called oh, Oscar in the City now. City yes. yes, exactly. And then he had this thing that was up where he wanted to just um um it was even a, a kind of podcast like that. And he just wanted I to train people who were in the yeah. I know it's yes, I yes. So and I remember I was in the office that day. We just resumed back from something, so there was not much work. I told my boss, who was very friendly with me, I mean, we we're very close, and I told him that, ah, he's like, I want to start MCing, there's this course I want to attend, and then he gave me his laptop, and his uh, MCM modem, and all that, so I attended that course online, and I listened, made some notes, and all that, that was around January, February, there about, but, you know, I didn't know how to launch out. So I discussed it with another of my friend, Franka. She was like, oh, I put it out there. I said, calm down. We'll be waiting. Although <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not rehearsed. And then there were a couple of other uh, programs. I started going for this. IK also had one where he okay. brought in a, a couple of people. I attended that. I, I mean, there were a couple of um, trainings here and there. I just attended randomly. And then one day, hmm, I just woke up. Oh, and I saw on Instagram, my friend posted that, ah, do you know my friend is an MC? Oh. And me, myself, I've not even posted. <laughs> and she was tagged me, and she said, ah, if you have events. And that's how my friend, Franka, is. Ah, she, once she has something, she'll be blown. And that's how she puts me out there on Instagram. My brother, my sister. <laughs> hey, that's how I, I became like an MC. Honestly, and then, you know, she said, ah, yes, now that I knew you can do it. I've seen you. And, you know, oh we, we used to be in first bank together. That my friend. We used to be mm -hmm. first bank together. And in the branch we were, like, three times, we've had end-of-year parties that I was the MC. Mm. Yeah. So she was like, you can do it. This one is natural to you. It's not something that, and all that. And so that was how I launched out. Now, when I, when I started putting myself out there, of course, I would never done any events and all mm -hmm. that. I mean officially officially uh, yes out. yes so i said you know just putting my the word out there i um one of the things that also pushed me i remember very clearly so i was in um i attended daystar and i was in church that day and pastor sam was talking about you know um your passion what you have and i remember that day you know i was in church that day and he was preaching and i started crying Oh. I was weeping because I knew that I was out of alignment with what mm. was burning within me. I knew and you I were was the one holding yourself. 
Exactly. So when all this came together and all that, and I could be like that, once I catch the fire like this, it's only go I used to yell. I used to yell, come. <laughs> I've gone. <laughs> so oh I, I got a friend. I, I got um, a friend of mine who is into logistics. I told him I need a business card. We did design, logo, here and there. We did letterhead and all that. And that's why I started putting myself out there. I started trying to do a lot of skits at that time mm -hmm. so that I could get attention of things I could do. Um, uh, I, I signed up with a particular coach. Um, he was an MC then, but he's not really into the MC thing. He has metamorphosed now. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Shogo. I signed up for a three months. Mm -hmm. I signed up for a three months coaching call. It was a lot of money at that time. I signed wow. up for a three months coaching call with him. So I used to follow him to events and you know just learn the rudiments and all that. And I remember wow. the first time he gave me the mic. You know, it was at an event and it was like, oh yeah, consider come and take this section. I said, eh. Eh, eh, eh. No, 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 no. Please wait. I was like, what's wrong with you? You that you have energy. Kiriko, Kiriko. Then I just thought about it. I was like, ah, okay, bring it. And then I did it. And you know, I did it afraid, like they said, and it was good. And he encouraged me. And so that was how I started. However, I'd never done any major events all this while by myself. My sister, do you know the first event I did? So my MD at that time at First Trust Mortgage yeah. Bank. Mm -hmm. she was following me on instagram <laughs> i do not quite know so she now one day she just sent me a dm you know i did a post a day about being an mc blah 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 call me for your events and all that and then she just sent me a dm i have a job for you <laughs> eh? <laughs> you see <laughs> and it was in the night it was like nine i couldn't sleep till morning <laughs> I couldn't sleep till morning. Hey, God. Ah, oh, my enemies, where are they? They want to take this I'm work from you. my mouth. Yes, and before then, my husband had been telling me that, ah, are you sure you can do this thing? This is it. So when she now sent me that, I was like, ah, see, oh, people are, ah, he said, okay, oh, I'll be praying for you. So the next day, I went, and you know, normally you would have even expected your MD to be saying, hey, so this is what you are doing. When you should be Exactly. You know, she called me and then she told me that her parents were having their 50th year wedding anniversary. And also yeah. it was a combined event and she wanted me to be the MC for it. And, you know, she said, how much was I going to charge? And, you know, I, I didn't even know how they charge. I didn't even know anything. I just said, ah, it's 150K, ma, but for you, I'll do it 100K. Mm. That's how she credited me 100K. I said, ah, Thank is you. this what they Hey, God. <laughs> Meanwhile, the event was still two months time. So I was trying to plan for it. I started thinking, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do? I was planning for it. The day before the event, eh, if you see the kind of palpitations that were going on in my heart. Oh, wow. It's not because I had spent the money. I was like, you want to I thought, I thought, I thought about going, I thought about falling sick. I, I was like, can rapture happen now? Let's rapture apple. Then after the event, we will come back and continue where we stop. I was like, God, I was so scared. I was like, huh? And, and then MD. My MD, and that day, everything that could go wrong went wrong. It rained so heavily. <coughs> Excuse me. You know all those rains that everywhere floods and everything. Yes. The event was supposed to start by 10. We didn't start till almost like 2 p.m. and all wow. that. But my sister, I shall did the event. And afterwards, my MD sent me a message that I really did a good job. Honestly, 
many very few people have their careers as MC start on a high like that. I yes, honestly, very few, very few. And and that's not to say I that's that's a high maintained. So sometimes mm, you can also you sometimes you can also be deceived and think that ah okay now I've arrived. Level no. be operating at yes. Yes, no. God no. is just because trying to show you what is possible. Mm, exactly. So after then, it took a while before I got other jobs. <laughs> and then I did some other free jobs. I did some very poorly paid jobs. I did 20K jobs. I did mm -hmm. I did thanks for coming job. All these kind of things. <laughs> so, but you know, it's encouraging. And when she paid me, my husband was like, ah, almost there's ah, this things. Ah, yeah. That's how my husband started helping me to even share flyers. <laughs> Started getting me, even some of his friends started getting me gigs and all that. And you know, that's how I started, uh, you know, uh, putting myself out there as an MC and combining it with my nine to five. Mm -hmm. So, most yes. times, it, what it meant was that weekends, uh, I mean, while most people went to rest on weekends, I you did not rest. Yes, I, I started getting jobs. And even when I didn't get jobs, I had to also make sure that I was out there doing things that would uh, make me remain visible. Do you understand? Uh, sometimes you just go for events, you go and study what other people are doing to know ahead, to um, hone your skills. Sometimes you go for trainings, you pay for courses and all that. And then I started combining that with my nine to five. Um, the downside of doing it with a nine to five though is that uh, most times you can't take weekday jobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. because you know you're at work and all that. What the engagement so, Thursday, Friday. Yes, exactly. yes, yes. Most times you can't take that. But I found for me, I've learned to recognize my seasons. I've mm. also learned to recognize that my structure and my play out does not have to be like every other person's own. My calling is unique. Um, not everybody is combining an MC job with a nine-to-five. So yes. what is what is for me, I, I need to understand that this is peculiar to me and work within my own um, framework. Yes. yes. So for example, let me just give, um, most people, I mean, December is like the all high for MCs mm. because there are so many events. Uh, all the people that are trying to get married before the next year because pastor said... <laughs> Mm -hmm. of marriage they will marry that december so there are weddings back to back uh, end of year parties and all that parties. But, most times, but most times for me until probably this year now that i'm in strategy and brand communications and things are a bit lighter because i was in operations end of year is a very serious time in the bank so in fact most that i had i mean in the last couple of years i've not even gone for crossover service because you're in the mm. you're balancing the books and making sure everything is okay. The first oh. year I started out as an MC, I juggled, I almost died. Because I would go for mm. events today, come back to your so I I I learned to understand that you no, know, December may be everybody's season, but it's not your season. And not my okay. own. That's and God okay. will bless me in my own season that I'll be so exactly so I, I, I just needed to let it go. So most times when people reach out to me in December, then I'll be like, No, I'm not available, I'm tied up, and all, and I have to come to terms with that. I have to be at peace with that yes. so that I don't I don't compete with others and then you know break down because 
they don't have a nine to five that yeah. they are juggling with. So, yeah. so basically, that's how I went into it. And it's really been a good journey. It's been interesting. Of course, it has challenges, a lot, a lot. But then I, I thank God for growth. I thank God for progress. And I thank God for the ability yeah. to be able to juggle it all. Yeah, I really love the part where you talked about being at peace with it. And you know, it is for people that, for career women that end up betting something and you're running it with your business, <clears throat> there's a tendency to always compare yourself to other entrepreneurs doing the same thing. But your part is not the same because in your own case, in all fairness, you're actually double blessed. So you are eating here, you are eating here, you're enjoying here, and you're enjoying here. You're doing what makes you happy. So if you compare yourself to people that have 100% of their time in that thing, you begin to look at something that is a blessing and not appreciate it. Yeah. Because the fact that you're able to run your full-time job and still, you know, live out your dreams, do this thing that you're passionate about is honestly a blessing. You know, but like you said, if you, if you don't come to peace with it, then you start feeling bad. And that thing that's supposed to give you joy and happiness just becomes um, something else. So you were talking about, I, I love this. So, Okay, I just wanted to say that I think the best thing for me also, like you mentioned, is that you find joy in it. I think the first thing that made me wow when I was paid was, honestly, I'd been hearing it before, but I'd never experienced it. When you are paid to do what you love, what you would have uh, done without being paid for. Hey, it's like free feeling. change. Is it hey. like free change? Me that I mean, <laughs> you say I, you are paying me to be ridiculous. I'm a ridiculous person. <laughs> Normally. What? Am I a serious person in life? No, you are not paying me to be serious. Thanks. I so, know, then, I know. And then also having people in my nine to five beginning to recognize and appreciate recognize. and even yes. patronize me for it. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's indeed it's, 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 it's amazing. You know when you talked about your MD? So my first um, business was helping people have their babies in the U.S. because I had my babies there and everybody was asking me. And I just used to share and tell people. And then interestingly, you talked about Desta. I was in Desta. It was a midweek service. And as I raised my hand to tell God, like, oh, God, how far? When are you blessing me? He had told me to turn this idea to a business. So as I raised my hand, Holy Spirit just said, put that hand. Bring them down. Bring told down. You what. <laughs> so are you ashamed to bring down the hand? And then I cried. I hmm. wept because I hmm. really knew I was not holding myself. Long story short, I started the business. And then one day at work, I think it's either Instagram too or WhatsApp. My regional HR director, interestingly, that hmm. HR director when I hired me in PNG, sends me a message and says, Ah, Ify, I have an abroad that wants to give birth in Pittsburgh. I've given her your number. I wanted to die. Hmm. I'm like, excuse hmm. me. Um, my regional HR hey, director. HR, HR. Hey. me a message that she has someone that wants to give birth in Pittsburgh and she has given her my number. It was so crazy then. Eh? Hmm. When somebody gets pregnant, the boss will tell the as the person is telling the boss, the boss will say, hmm. Ah, amazing, you should go and talk to Ify. You know, you hmm. should start planning now. You know, if it helps people, it does, it's not that expensive. Wow. I'm like, ah, hey, in my mind, I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> you know, so that's that's uh, that's interesting. So yeah. for you now, how I know that um I'm gonna ask two questions. Anyone you want to okay. take first? The two questions okay. are the first one is so now you moved from operations to strategy and communication. I think you moved like this year or so. Yes, early how this year. 
early this year. How, our, our last year, this is 2023, my darling. Oh, that's 20, true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So how did you, how did you um, do that move? Because when I look at your career, it's been progressive and you've been growing in your career, even with this, um, your side business. So how did you make that move? How have you managed your, your career such that you're able to make that move, even with the things you do? And then secondly, um, weekends, evenings, you're at events, there's a lot of investing in yourself, you know, even though it's a skill, it, it, something that you do naturally, there's a lot of investing, going out. How have you managed your home in that period? Mm. Even right. till thank now. You. Yeah, so thank you so much. Um, I think, let me go for the first question. How I moved. Honestly, um, in the I've been in operations for, I mean, the better i've been in banking for um since 2007 and i've been in operations for over like 10 15 years thereabout and so i was like I, I was ready to leave operations i felt there was nothing challenging there anymore for me and i was like i've seen it all i, I mean towards the end of 2021 i was like i was bored i won't lie mm -hmm. to you and then some. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was work, but I was bored. And I was like, it was just a routine thing for me. So I started telling myself I needed to try other things. And But, you know, in the banking industry, it's actually easier to move when you're in marketing than to move when you're in operations. Most people mm -hmm. in operations remain there. You remain there. Now, uh, my MD now also was someone who had realized that I was, you know, a, um, a performer on the job and all that. And he was also telling me that, Crystal, um, I need to promote you, but there is a limit to the promotion that people in operations can have okay, because you are a cost center. Hmm. So he was like, if I promote you, you'll be um, the cost on you as at that grade, the way banking works, is too high for mm. where you are and all that and so but in spite of that i was just like putting myself out there that i need to do something to kind of reposition and rebrand myself as someone who can do other things apart from this because i've become such a guru in operations if i let me tell you something right now as i'm in strategy and brand communications even in my office people still come to me with operational issues <laughs> they will tell yeah, you, really you i said I'll say you have left. They will say you have left, but you are mama operations. I beg you, wait till mm -hmm. we, how we go do this one. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I'd become, mm -hmm. it had become like a second nature to me. People, and I wanted to break that mold because I knew mm -hmm. I could do other things. And two of the things I was actually looking at, I was looking at maybe HR, or I was also considering um, cost branding or um, mm -hmm. customer experience and all that. So one of the things I did, and for me, I found out that if you want something, put it out there. Mm. Just have to put it out. And when I mean put it out there, not just by saying or putting it out there, it's about you need to begin to position your mindset to attract it. Mm. Your frequency must attract it. And mm. then also, I start aligning myself to start learning in that aspect. So I saw this particular advert by Leading Ladies Africa um, okay. for a, a career mentoring program that was going to last six months. So mm -hmm. I signed up for it. It came at a cost. I put in for it. Um, you actually had to do some kind of test, or whatever, and then they will do, they will sh um, shortlist and choose you. So I was shortlisted and I was chosen and I was given. So in the program, you get a particular mentor assigned to you. Who, mm -hmm. um, they try to align us together with people who have walked the path that you are. Yes, yes. So I got a career mentor who was a banker. 
and um, we got talking and then she asked me what do you want to do i was like i need to leave operations i want to try she said have you done anything in those aspects i said no she said you may need to start taking courses in those aspects to do that and i recall very well you know she asked me what i wanted and i wrote it down i won't forget to it was july 2021 2021 mm. I wrote it down. I would like to move to strategy and brand communication. I would like to be promoted to these. And I, and I even kind of wow. forgot, honestly. I kind of forgot. And then we did the course. And then, of course, um, during the program, too, they bring um, people from different walks of life to come and talk to us. There are competitions, different things we did during that period. And then we finished. It was in um, December 2021. They did a kind of restructuring in my organization. And mm -hmm. somebody was brought. So initially, operations used to be on its own, but they now made us a group, operations, strategy, and IT. Okay, strategy and brand communications is a department. So we had operations, strategy, and brand communication, and IT became a group. And and we had, wow. Yes, and we're now reporting to the same um, group executive. So okay. the group executive came, and you know, within two weeks of working with me on the operations, I was like, ah, Consola, I want to work with you. And I'm like, you're already working with me. I'm in operations. Said, mm -hmm. Not in this capacity. Not in this capacity. And then he went to meet the MD and he was like, I want Consola to come to strategy and brand communications. I want wow. to work with him and all that. And so the MD called me and he was like, ah, so hmm. somebody's coaching you. Do you want to come? And all that. You know me too. I've also told you that if you want to move ahead, you need to change and all that. And then you know, I was just like, just give me a couple of days to think about mm -hmm. it and pray about it. And I prayed about it and, you know, God spoke to me actually very, very mightily about mm. it. I don't want to go into that details. He gave me specifics of what he wanted me to do there. Wow. And, so, and that was how I moved to strategy and brand communications. Now, I didn't really remember I had written it down. A friend of mine who used to be in our organization now left. So he reached out to me to do something. And I told him, ah, I'm no more in operations. So I'm not in strategy and brand communications. I was like, wow, really? But is that really what you want to do? Because he knew that I'd been in operations for so long and I mm -hmm. liked it. I was like, actually, yes. And then I saw that thing I wrote and I sent it to him. Do you believe that I wrote this thing? That I wanted to move to strategy, brand communications or something like that? And that was how I moved there. Now, that did not come without its challenges because I had imposter syndrome. A lot. Mm. I mean, I've been in operations for like 13 years. Yes. Yes. I, I didn't know anything. I just felt like, hey, I didn't know anything. And you know, if you've been a performer, everybody expects you to continue in that trajectory. In that line. Yes. Nobody understood that. Uh -uh, this person is new here. Number one, I was <laughs> heading the department. Number two, the person that left, left suddenly without any handover. There was nothing. Oh. So I, yes, I had to learn by myself. My sister, ah, there were days of <laughs> uh, in the office, you'd be like, Yeah, this is how to do it. Bass, bass, bass. Inside your mind, you're saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Oh. I don't and then I'll go back. But one of the things, like I told you earlier, I, I love to I love knowledge. I actually mm. love knowledge. Sometimes I think <laughs> I love it too much. So one of the things I did was I, I signed up for courses at Lagos Business School on strategy. Wow. I signed up for courses, yes. I signed up for courses, um, even with individuals. Before then, I'd actually, for my personal, in 2020, for my personal growth, I had signed up for a course with, I don't know if you know, our brand fusions. At I don't have. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I, then when I wanted to take my Coin Sparkles brand to another level. Another level, okay. A branding cost with her. Exactly. So I had learned a lot of 
branding from there. But that was for my personal whatever. But then mm. this, this thing came and I I just had to go back to my notes. I, everything I'd learned from I started bringing it in. And yeah. honestly, I'm not saying that I'm all that now, but I mean, I've had good feedbacks uh, from my colleagues, from my organization. And everybody's like, before, they even felt this department was dead. There was no department. Mm. Now that they know that the department has woken up, and even and I still have a lot of imposter syndrome. Honestly, I won't lie. I still have a lot of. But I pray about it daily. I put in my best. I try to um, get more information and knowledge where I can, and and yeah. that's how I've been. I've been running um, that. Uh, and I'm so glad also that I'm able to uh, diversify a bit, even in my nine to five. So uh, it really makes no, me that's, glad. That's really, that's really heartwarming. So how do you now manage, how have you managed everything? With, with your my home, home right? Children, you know, and as you're even continuing in all the different things you're doing. Okay. Um, I won't lie to you. Um, you know, remember I said something earlier that you also have to recognize seasons. And so mm. that season is not just even about when you are juggling so many things. You must, you must come to peace with it that sometimes something has to take um the back center, bench center, yes. yes something has to take the center stage and something has to take the back bench so there have been seasons honestly um last was it last year i think last year or thereabout i came to i, I drew up a timetable for myself as my children are growing older i needed to spend more time with them mm -hmm. so i i came to an uh, to a decision that i was not going to do more than three mc jobs in a month Wow. Because I could not afford to be away from my children every weekend. All weekends. That's true. Yes. So, um, and then I also had to even sometimes, I also had to put a particular price on the kind of jobs I would do. In the sense that if you are offering me less than a particular amount, it's not it's worth not my leaving my children for that. Yeah. So, of course, sometimes it's not just about the money. Sometimes I look at it holistically. What kind of job is it? how far do i need to go what kind of platform does it avail me of i now balance it against spending i'm like mm, don't worry i would rather stay home with my kids and mm -hmm. you know bond with them I, there's a lot of work i need to do you know for them growing up with them spiritually doing homework with them teaching them certain things so i do that i also i will not lie to you one of the things that has also helped me is that i have a very very good nanny I won't like mm. you. Mm. So I hear a lot of people come and they say uh, they don't want our self. I always say it boldly. I won't like to you if you between me and I. Maybe you can edit this part. I don't no worry. I'm with you. I, sure I, I, I can't survive without our self. I'm sorry. Mm. And if my nanny goes today, I get another one tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Unless when I'm on leave like this or during holidays, and now that my children are growing older, yes. But then I had a, I, and, and this is my particular nanny. I've had a couple of nannies over the years, and some have stayed, but this particular one has been with me for close to six or seven years. And wow. I would not like to. Yes, and she has helped me. Honestly, she gets me. She has a lot of initiative. She's she gets me. She she's self-driven. Sometimes it's like she knows when I'm busy at work. Sometimes she knows, hmm. and she just takes charge. I don't I don't need to do too much, and then she just tell me, ah, and mommy, this is what we need at home. I mean, in 2020, we were doing um, a cutover of our core banking in the bank. 
and I had to be sleeping at work for months. Wow. wow. Yes, because I was part of the people heading the team. I had to be sleeping at work for months. This girl was a, a trooper. Do you understand what wow. I'm saying? She was a trooper. So honestly, for me, I've, I think a couple of things I will say is that, like I said, I have a good nanny and I've set up a good structure where we mm. learn how to fuse everything. Two, my husband, I won't lie to you. Ah, <laughs> There are days when I come back, I'm like, I'm just tired, please. And my husband just takes charge of everything. I won't lie. In fact, it still happened yeah. yesterday. I came back home mm. and I just went to lie down. He was like, ah, you're lying down because my nanny is away mm. for the holiday and all that. And you're lying down. Mm. We need to. Do. I said, I said, Uncle, I'm tired. Just said, okay, no problem. I went and slept. My husband did everything. I would like to use. It's been a great support. It's been a great support. It's been a great support. And he's, he's, he has really helped. And then um, I've also learned to recognize seasons that sometimes some things have to take a back bench. I've learned that. And you have to prioritize what is most important in this particular season. You have to prioritize what yeah. is most important in this particular season. Um, and then I, part of the things I, I, I look at some people, and when there are tough times, maybe at work, challenges, and all that, I look at some of the greats. Let me put it there. Sometimes I look at people like Ibuka Woshika. I feel like Tara Druto, I'm like, ah. See, these ones too, it's just because you are seeing Instagram picture, they did not post the challenge. They, they went through things and they dealt with it, deal with it. This mountain has been assigned to you to show that it can be moved. Deal. Don't chicken out. And so th those are the kind of things I, I do to be able to balance it all, honestly. And I won't say that there are no moments where some certain things suffer. There are some times when some certain things suffer, I won't lie, but then, you know, it's just a season and then you adjust and then you move on. But basically, you just need to prioritize what is most important in that season. Wow. So thank you. Thank you. I agree with you, you know, in terms of just knowing your seasons and everything. So what would you say to, if there's any woman now that's listening, that's a career woman, and maybe she's still wondering, can I do this? Should I do this? I'm worried about A. I'm afraid I'll fail. People will laugh at me. What would I tell them at work? You know, she's just struggling with different things. What will you tell her now? Ah, first, I will say, see, this life is one. There are no second chances. Um, I mean, one of the, my greatest fears, honestly, and I still have those fears about certain things I want to do. One of my greatest fears is looking back and saying, I could have done this, but I did not. Sometimes, you know, just looking back and saying that, did I try hard enough? Did I try hard enough? Or I was just like, so, I, or I was just like thinking that, ah, no, it's not possible. Did you try? Did you give it your all? Because it's only one chance. You have no, there are no second um shots at life so the first thing i will tell the person is if you really really want to do this thing you can give it a try give it a try and like you said i mean a lot of people that even have side hustles are not people present hustles like mm -hmm. mine yes Where is my service is me is me honestly you have to be there do you understand what i'm saying so a lot of things, there are other things you can do depending on what you want to do that you don't even need to be present. But even if you need to be present, trust me, where there is a will, there is a way. Where there is a will, there is a way. So I'll just encourage you that 
whoever is out there who's thinking about ah, how do I juggle this? How do I juggle that? Just start first. Start. Honestly, I, mm. I, I know that it's been overflogged and people say, ah, eh. see, honestly, that's just it. Start. Look at the way I jump started my own. Just yeah. start. Just start. And don't think, don't be, don't think too much. Don't think too far. Take it one day at a time. Things will begin to unfold. The next step you need to take will come to you when that time comes. That's so just start and realize that you don't. I don't want to live life with regret and look back and say, ah, I wish I had. I wish I had tried enough. Ah, maybe it could have. And then, let me tell you something. Ify, do you know that even as I am like this, I look at some people who are doing things that I can do and I feel they are living my life. Yeah, I agree. And I and I cry. If you have pains, and I'm like, ah, this is something I know I can do. Yeah. This is something sometimes you even feel you can do it better. Mm -hmm. But because you've not put yourself out there, nobody knows you as that. Yeah, yeah. And I know the interesting. And if you're not mm -hmm. okay, and if you're not careful, if you're not careful, resentment starts to come, envy starts to come. Mm. You sit down in that your corner mm. and you start being angry the, at the other person. Uh, what is she doing, Seth? And then, because you, you decided not to put yourself there. So I would really encourage anybody that, that is thinking about it, put yourself out there. You don't want you have only one shot at life. Try it. Yeah. Don't think too much. Don't overthink it. Just start. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much, Consola. You know, when you were talking there, eh, there was this. Um, when I when when God stepped telling me about this, so my message is you're made for more. You know, you are more mm -hmm. than this. There's more to you. And you know when you talked about how even you, as you've bettered this one, you know, you still see people and you be like, ah, this person is living my dream life. And it just reminded me of the scripture I shared. You said part of the just man is like a shining light. It shines brighter mm -hmm. and brighter and brighter. Only shining brighter, they're still brighter. And there's a brighter yeah. of that brighter, that brighter. So yeah. the journey to is honestly a continuing journey. The sooner you get a hang of the first phase that he has gotten you to, and you've settled it, and you've gotten established to the routine, and you know how it can work, he will start to add more and more. Yes, and more and more. yes, yes. Yeah, Yes, you know, you never would say, ah, I want to, I'm saying something like Consola now today. She's wife, mom, head of strategy. She's an MC. She's, you know, she's a child of God. She's this, she's that. It's gradually, it's gradually. The one that's mm -hmm. in front of you, take it, add it, yeah. take it, add it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. you build up from there. Before you know it, people will just be like, ah, how does she do all these things? And you two, you'll be wondering, like, how ah, do I do how all do these I things? Do yeah, because yeah. like when I joined, I, you know, like I told you, I've always wanted to add. So when I joined um, Reflections, that's the drama group in this That's the drama in church. Mm. Yes, yes. So when I joined drama and everything, was like, ah, you're adding this, uh, we shall be doing, you, uh, just like you said, small, you know, little by little, you just be adding, you just be adding. When that time comes, don't overthink it. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Don't overthink it. Just, just like you said, brighter and brighter. Lines will continue to fall in pleasant places. You will yes. know what to do when the time comes. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Thank you so much, Consola, for sharing. Um, I've laughed so hard today. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh
so much. much. I know that in the midst of all the laughter, everyone yeah. that has listened has gotten like major stuff. I have, you know, mm-hmm. I think I'm just totally blown away by the way, even though it's something you know how to do naturally, you are still looking for how to improve it, how to hone that. And, you know, when you started out, you know, going for this course, checking out this course, following this person, you know, until you, you felt more confident in your, in your abilities. I also want to, another thing I learned from you talking is, man, we should surround ourselves with friends that push us out. You know, we should surround ourselves with friends that see, because in your case, it was one friend that told you, consider them saying, it's another friend that pushed you out there. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much we can get from friendship that maybe we're not even tapping into. What kind of people surround us? You know, Mm -hmm. they are the ones that see you every day. They can see a lot more about you than you Mm -hmm. may even see about yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think that was another big one for me. Number three, ah, marry your friend or marry. So, no, so I think this one is even beyond marrying your friend. Marry mm. a man that understands that this is a shared responsibility. Mm. That understands that if my wife wants to shine, I can help her and I shouldn't be worried, mm. you know, mm. about helping her. Because someone can be your friend and just feel like, why should I do these things, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. as well, who we marry is um, very, 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 very important. My journey, uh, my journey in the last couple of years, so when I started my first business, I didn't used to tell people. My husband mm-hmm. would be going out, he would pack the flyers of my business in his car. Anybody who goes sees you, they ah, um, you want to be your baby? Yes. Okay, call my wife, call me, call me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's me that is doing the thing. He's like, when well, you're not going to tell anybody, let me be helping you. So that's how he got lots of people. And he just be calling me, I'm like, ah, so I'll just be constantly, you know, pushing me. Even at the point, I was like, you know, I don't want to do it again. He said, my dear, you cannot stop now. You can't do and because even he now asked me, he said, I should call one of my past clients and I should just bounce the idea of her. Mm. So I called one or two that I was close with. And I said, if you can't stop now, if mm. I had my baby, my sisters must have their baby in the years. My this mm. must have their, you know. And oh, I wish just, I knew <laughs> And it just forced me to realize that I needed to create a system. Mm. I needed to create a system that would be able to run. You know, so there's just so much to learn in this journey. I'm so you said really, uh, um, you know, my husband then sometimes Mm. he will tell me, he will tell some, I mean, uh, he's gotten, and you know, my husband is reserved, but he's gotten, yes, he is exactly. But he actually used to have some crazy friends, I think he likes being around, (laughs) (laughs) he's gotten me some gigs and all Mm -hmm. that. And then I've, I think one of the greatest things is also how he's, um, you know, sometimes I go for events. And when I come back, he's giving me feedback. Sometimes he's like, ah, this part, you didn't really do quite well. Um, you should have tried this. This, this other one, he'll be like, ah, consider you are good. That's ah, all these other big, big names. What are they doing? What are they doing? That, that he, sometimes if you go for some events, you say, ah, if you see the big, uh, you know, we mentioned a big brand. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, ah, he'll be like, hey, this one not, ah, hey, my baby can even do more than this. <laughs> this one you know that kind of thing so and then yeah. you know the days when i maybe it feels that i didn't do quite well and all that you you give me ideas and all that yeah. and it's really it's it's really been a very good journey and you know just like you mentioned a friend of mine too that my best friend too you know she does mm-hmm. something funny enough i i do apart from, when it comes to one-on-one i really mm-hmm. took my own horn but anytime we are together we're just somewhere and we're just chasing and maybe we're in a group of people and pe- i'm making people laugh just like talking and everything she would just say ah she's an mco she's an mc because like, mm. 
myself, I've even forgotten to introduce myself as an yeah. MC. But like, so like you said, it's really very important. And this thing you said also, you know, as uh, in fact, tonight I'm going to send her a message because it really made me realize how much I should appreciate her. Yes, you should. You should. Interestingly, my first ever speaking gig was my friend. Hmm. Interestingly, she's very out there. She's very... So they came to meet her. I told her to come and talk about... She used to have a couple's meeting. She should come and talk about um, women. Talk to women, she about, you know, just women and women things. She said, it's not me that will do this. And I know the person that will do it, but it's not me. So she now called me. She said, if he... I've already told them that it's you. That... And it was in a church. My God. Hmm. She said, I've already told them who that is you. And she called the people and they came and they were like, oh, good afternoon, ma. You know, they said it's you that we're going to talk to. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, calm down, calm down. This is just if you. But honestly, friends are really powerful in pushing us. We really should, you know, surround yeah. ourselves and appreciate yeah. them. Mm, so thank you, thank you again, I'm mindful of time. I'm I want so to release you. you. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. And I'm sure everybody's really, really blessed. Thank you so, so, so thank much. Thank you so God much. Me. I really appreciate Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Woman podcast. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. If you have any questions at all in becoming an uncommon woman, please do share with me and I'll be happy to talk about it in subsequent podcast episodes. What if I could show you the simple yet powerful secrets of the world's greatest uncommon woman for free? Would you be interested? Then do go to bit.ly slash U-W-S-K-I-T to get your own copy today. You would also get the first chapter of the Uncommon Woman book for free. So that is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash U-W-S-K-I-T, all in caps lock. So caps U, caps W, caps S, caps K, caps I, caps T. So go there and then you can download your own for free. 